Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello, fellow explorers. Welcome to Siren Soapbox. We're on a mission to explore beyond comfort zones, and we're really starting to make waves. We are 130th in self-improvement podcasts in the UK, a category we are truly honored and humbled to be represented in. Thank you to our listeners in the UK for giving us our first ranking. Also, thank you to our listeners all around the globe. We've reached over 5,300 followers on Facebook and over 4,000 downloads on Podbean. Very excited about all that. Ready to take this first step outside of your comfort zone? Dive into sirensoapbox.com where you'll find all sorts of ideas to explore in our blog, magazine, YouTube channel, movie club, and Eventbrite classes. So many ways to explore. Pick one today and experience life outside of your comfort zone. Here at Siren Soapbox, we are no stranger to playing games. One of our favorite styles of games are the ones that make us dive deeper into getting to know ourselves and each other better. See episode 28, Adventure Challenge, episode 33, Cookology, and episodes 43 and 69, The Book of Questions. Heck, even our very first episode, we had a game questioning our favorite animals to unlock what we subconsciously think about ourselves. I would still like to apologize to all the animals we metaphorically offed in that episode. As much as I have been calling all these episodes games, they're missing a classic game element, some sort of structure like cards and a clear winner. In comes the winner of the Central England Prestige Award for the most innovative game of 2021-2022, Better Topics. According to kickstarter.com, at its core, Better Topics is a card game that improves your relationship by helping you create a fun, safe block of time where you don't do anything other than have a deep conversation with your partner. Better Topics wants to transform that time spent together in a fun game that feels super rewarding for both of you. Better Topics was built from the ground up with relevant questions you can ask every single week. Like for instance, what is something I did or said recently that you would prefer I do or say differently? Better Topics is a true card game with a clear set of rules and has various elements that make it super fun to play. So the Sirens were challenged to dive into Better Topics with their significant others, and we're going to soapbox about it. But first, if at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is... Mango. First up on her soapbox is Mer. Mark and I played Better Topics one day last week, and it was awkward. Allow me to explain. For me, feelings are uncomfortable, and thanks to some trauma, feelings are scary. And Mark and I aren't exactly dig deep and talk about our feelings kind of people, which of course makes Mark a perfect partner for me as far as that goes. But Better Topics is a game designed to do just that, and it was hard for us. The game has couples asking each other some pretty great questions, though, like, is there someone you would like to connect with that you haven't seen in a while, or do you think we were intimate enough last week? which reminds me that the game is also designed to be played weekly, which can be a quick way to reconnect and recharge with your partner. We did think the modifier cards were both necessary and a little confusing, but 
on the game's website, they offer some more in-depth instructions for those modifier cards. And I found that very helpful. The winner of the game gets to choose a reward card and I love those cards. They were definitely written so that no matter what reward you choose, you and your partner will be spending more time connecting. Mark won the round we played and his reward is that we go out to a picnic or a restaurant of his choosing the next two weeks. But here's what you should know about our relationship. Mark always chooses where we eat. <laughs> so he put a little twist on the reward. I have to pick the restaurant we go to. So that also puts me out of my comfort zone, which is a lot of fun, of course. All in all, I can see how playing this game regularly could help bring a couple closer. And I really do love that idea. Sarah, how did you like Better Topics? Well, Bill and I really enjoy playing the Better Topic game. We've always enjoyed playing the kinds of games that lend themselves towards allowing the folks playing to learn more about each other. We've actually spent many road trips asking each other questions out of the book of questions. So we were interested in finding out how this game works. We had thought we might play with TC and Dean last week while we were vacationing together, but it doesn't seem like a game you play with someone other than a significant other, at least the original version. I see that there are some other versions out there. So we waited until we got home and played alone. The instructions are pretty straightforward, although we were tired from traveling, so it took a minute to understand the purpose of the modifier cards. But I think the point of the game is to get each other talking. So even if you don't do it exactly right, you're still getting something fun out of the game. Unless you're crazy <clears throat> competitive, in which case I could see how the modifier cards could make for some fun moments. We did notice that some of the questions seem geared towards newer couples, asking about things that you haven't told each other before, about something you recently noticed about each other. At first, those seemed to be a little bit difficult to answer, but they did get us thinking. So I guess they have a place, even if you've been together for nine years. Oh, I almost forgot to say that the quotes on each card are a real fun addition. I really enjoyed look, uh, reading those. We read all of those quotes before we read the card. When we play again, I think we may spend a little bit more time on discussing our answers. With it being a game, it seemed as though we should move on after answering, but we like delving further into the topic, which is perhaps why the modifier cards are, which, what the modifier cards are geared to do, and maybe we didn't use them quite effectively. Jess, did you enjoy playing the game? I did think the game was fun. I especially liked the quotes on the bottom of the cards like you did, Sarah. And I want to go through all the cards and read all of the quotes, but I don't want it to spoil the questions. I'm not good at not reading the entire thing. I wouldn't be able to skip over the question part of it. So when playing, I liked the surprise of not knowing what I would be asked. Although it was a lot of pressure to not spend forever thinking about my answers. We have talked about our answers a few times since we played. So I think it could be a fun way to get to know friends. You would have to, you know, be okay with talking about certain topics in front of your friends, but I think it could be fun to just draw some cards at random over dinner and probably some drinks, you know, to get more comfortable <laughs> and then uh, possibly see if there's a way to play with more than two people. But I think overall the game was fun and I can see why it says it's good for newlyweds or couples looking to reconnect. Some of the questions are definitely things Ben and I have talked about before because we were actually long distance our entire relationship that we were dating. So I was in school in South Carolina. He was back in Ohio. So all we could do was talk and we would talk for an hour and a half to two hours every night. So a lot of the things are things we've covered, but it was nice to kind of get back to our roots 
for some of the questions. But Elsie, will you play this game again? Yes, Jack and I absolutely adore this game. We had so much fun. I mean, I am the most competitive person in the world and I didn't mind losing because we had so much fun laughing and flirting with each other. I'm not sure we're supposed to play this way, but we found ourselves each answering the question. So we, you know, both answer the one question and then diving deeper into that topic for a while. And those rounds tended to last the longest, but sometimes they'd go kind of quick. And that's usually when we play the best three out of five rounds to see who gets that coveted reward card. I like the modifiers, even though it seems like I hardly end up with any, maybe I need to blame the dealer on that one. I got to nope out or mango out of a question that I didn't want to answer with a modifier card. So that was a lifesaver. I found that the most challenging thing or the most outside my comfort zone thing was trying to recall the last week that I just had to discuss the question being played. That's okay. It's good to exercise that memory muscle. And funny enough, that's the very thing that I love the most about this game, that it's designed to be able to be played each week and be really thoughtful about appreciating each other as a couple. Jack still has yet to cash in on one of his reward cards, picking a place to go for a walk together. Y'all, we went hiking this weekend. He's all, that doesn't count, that doesn't count, whatever, whatever, because he didn't plan the trip. But Buddy was picking the trails, so maybe I need to make a modifier rule that cards should be cashed out by the end of the week, or he's going to start stockpiling all the rewards. We will absolutely be playing this game again. What about you, uh, TC? Are you and Dean going to play it again? Well, I think this is a great travel game. It's small. It has interesting conversation starters. And since we travel a lot, we'll definitely be playing again. Dino and I played this game sitting out on the deck the other night. In general, we enjoy things that get us to think about things or discuss things that we might not have thought to ask or discuss. Early on in our relationship, we talked about the importance of communication, and we do a pretty good job of maintaining a really open and communicative relationship. It really is important to us. But I love when we find something like this card game that poses questions or ideas in ways that we might not have thought to discuss. One of our questions was something like, what is one thing you wish I had done differently last week? Part of the fun for us was trying to guess what the other person was going to say. And I think we had about a 50% success rate doing that. When he asked me the question about something I wish he had done differently, we both knew what, how I was going to answer that. While going through a roundabout, not a fan of roundabouts, I pointed to his turn, which blocked his view out the windshield, and he pushed my hand down. The interesting thing about this is that I really couldn't come up with a different way. I wish he had handled it. And so we had this whole discussion about if you can't think of how you wish someone would have handled it differently, then maybe it's not that big a deal in the first place and just let it go. What he did do really well after realizing I didn't appreciate his response was to calmly say, okay, we've done a great job with these roundabouts before this one. Let's hit reset. And we did, and we got along great. The only thing about the cards that I might change, unlike I think Jess and Sara both said they love them, I didn't love the quotes on the bottom. We felt like they were more of a sarcastic vein and less loving or supportive than we make it a point to be. So we ended up not reading them, but we loved the conversation starters. And 
Dino is looking forward to his rewards. He got two of them. So by the way, this Sunday, I will not be using my cell phone at all. That what? Is, that is out of my comfort zone, I promise you. Diane Injuries is originally from Romania, and she currently lives in the UK. Diana and her husband, Robert, love card games, lazy Sunday mornings, and spending quality time together. They believe that a conscious habit of setting time aside every week to communicate openly, provide honest feedback to each other in a loving manner, and make plans for the upcoming weeks is what's keeping them happy as a couple. Their goal is to help couples experience more love, joy, and connection with each other, and they believe that the simple game they created, Better Topics, will do just that. Diana is the co-owner, co-creator, and CEO of Better Topics, the card game for couples. The Better Topics game won the Central England Prestige Award for the most innovative game of 2021-22. Through this card game, Diana Injuries has helped thousands of couples in over 170 different countries improve their relationship and communicate more effectively while still having fun. Sirens, please join me in welcome, welcoming Diana, creator of the card game we all played, to this episode of Siren Soapbox. Hey, welcome. welcome. Hello, Sirens. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I'm super, super excited to be here. Thank you also for the very lovely words about the game. I'm so happy that you guys loved it. Um, I did actually make some notes on, on certain things that you guys said, just to uh, clarify a few things. Um, and the first one would be, um, as Saren Murr said, that she's not uh, used to opening up and talking about feelings and stuff. So what we usually suggest to couples that are not used to talking as much is to maybe take out the cards that seem a bit too deep in the beginning, you know, because there are plenty of cards to play with and you wouldn't ruin the game in any way. You can actually take out some of the most difficult cards, put them aside until you get into that habit of actually talking. And, you know, you can start with the lighter questions. And once you get the ball rolling, you can actually reintroduce them one by one into the game and then, you know, just take it from there. Um, and another thing was about the road trips. So what we actually love about this game so much is that it's so versatile. You know, you can either sit down and play it as it is supposed to be played, or you can actually take it with you on a road trip and just ask the questions and then both of you can answer. You know, so the versatility of, of this game is almost endless. You can use it in so, so many different ways. Um, you can use the modifiers if you want to or not. The main purpose of the game is to get couples to discuss the important things about the relationship and have productive, productive conversations. Because what we found is that as time goes along, you know, after you finish with the dating period and all that passion from the initial stages kind of settles down a bit, we tend to um, discuss more of the mundane things or what we see in the TV or what happens in the family or this and that. And we tend to forget to actually connect with our partner, you know, and our partner is like our teammate. If we don't connect with them, if we don't keep in touch with them, then with who, you know, we can wake up 20 years later and just look at uh, our partner and think, I don't even know this person anymore. 
because as time goes by, we change, you know, what we like changes, uh, our interest changes, and that's okay. But how do we know what our partner's interests are and how do they change if we don't keep in touch with them and the other way around? How would they know if our interests have changed over the years if we don't keep in touch properly with them and we don't discuss these? Um, another thing I would like to say about the quotes, we actually intended these literally as a joke just to make it a bit more fun. Um, and we have actually since changed some of them. So in the new version that will come out later this year, we do have some quotes that we have changed because we, we listened to our players and some of them got offended by some of the quotes, although we tried to explain that is literally not um, an indication of what you should do or how you should live your life is literally just as a joke. Uh, but we did uh, change those because we don't want to offend anyone in any way. Um, and we understand that other, you know, um, people have different levels of humor and they, they get humor in different ways. So we wanted, we didn't want this to stop people from playing it basically. So that's why we actually changed some of the quotes. Um, and about um, the game being played with multiple people, you actually can if you want to. You can just take out some of the cards that are literally just relationship focused and you can play the rest of the cards with your friends if you want to. Now, one caveat I would add to that is that you do need to be good friends with them and you, you do need to be comfortable enough to share with your friends. Um, the feedback what we got from some of our players is that they actually, some of them actually played this with their children, which was amazing to see. They just took out a few of the questions which are a bit, you know, not suitable for young adults, let's say. But uh, leaving those aside, they actually played it with their children as well, and they loved it too, you know. So they requested now that we make a specific game for parents and children and maybe for grandparents and grandkids as well, which we will do in the future. It's just uh, we need a bit of time to develop each game. Um, and yes, that's, that's about it. So Diana, I'm curious if you and your husband still play the game Better Topics. Yes, yes. So the uh, main reason why we actually created the game is because this is the type of game that we felt we needed. You know, um, in my past, I had few failed relationships. And after that, I decided to actually educate myself properly in what is a good relationship, what a good partner looks like, and all of these things. And my husband as well on his side, because he's been in a long-term relationship that wasn't working very well, he decided to you know, work on it as much as he could and improve it and educate himself on it as well. Because what I realized is that when we start dating, when we are young, we have no idea what we're doing. I mean, I know I didn't. And the only things I knew what to do was from the things that I saw around me. And the rest of it, I was just winging it like, I don't know, am I supposed to do this or that? You know, I was listening to various people giving me various advice, maybe good, maybe not so good, and testing it out, whether it's working or not for me. Uh, and then I came to a point where I was like, okay, after a few failed relationships, the only common point in all of those relationships was me. 
you know, my, my partners were very different one from another. So I realized that, okay, there's a problem with me choosing the partner for myself. So that's when I started actually educating myself in, in relationships. And this topic of communication came up over and over again. Because at the end of the day, regardless of the type of personality you are or your partner is, you can always make it work if you start communicating with each other properly. So, you know, after I've met my husband, um, we actually entered this relationship with the strong belief of making it great. Because by that point, we both realized that a relationship being an organic thing you don't just find it and then it's great and then you just like keep it on a shelf. I don't know. You have to work on it constantly if you actually want to make it great. So um, and because we also love board games, you know, we decided to get so so-called card games for couples. And I was super frustrated with them because many of the so-called card games on the market, they are one-off questions, first of all. Second of all, they are questions that if you're in a relationship, they don't even make sense anymore. You know, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite ice cream? And I'm like, listen, we've been together for, I don't know, months at that time. If you don't know how much I love chocolate, we have such a big problem that no cards can <laughs> save us. Like... <laughs> So we were like, but this is not helping the relationship in any way. You know, it's like, okay, even if we go through all the questions once and then what? I just throw them away, give them away because I'm done with them. So that thing actually frustrated me also because there wasn't anything to play with. You know, it was like, just ask the question, answer the question and you're done. So, you know, we decided what if we, we had this light bulb moment type uh, what if we actually create our own game? And then we started thinking, okay, but how would that look? So what we've done is we've actually put all the elements that we like in other games into this one. So we have the lock element, which is my specialty. Every time we play any board game with my husband, with dice or anything that's lock-based, I will win hands down in the most <laughs> weird ways. You know, my husband gets frustrated still. You know, it's so funny. Um, and if... So you have the luck um, as in depending what type of cards you're dealt. Uh, and then you have the strategy element, which is my husband's forte. Um, you know, every time it's a strategy game, I don't even stress about it. I know he'll win. You know, I'm just there to play along with him. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the strategy as in once you have the cards and the modifiers and everything, how do you play them? So you get rid of the cards first so you can actually win the game. So we've actually just included everything that we like from other games and we just put them all together and actually made it a replayable game. Because again, this was one of the biggest frustrations we had with previous games that we got that you couldn't just play it over and over again. It was one off thing and that's it. So um, obviously we started playing it when we were creating it and we are still playing it to this day. You know, we still play it. We still have our regular weekly date night to this day. We've been married for almost four and a half years now, known each other for close to five years. I mean, we got married super fast after we've met, just to put it out there. Within like two months, he proposed. Within four months, we had our wedding. So within six months of knowing each other, we were wow. already married. Um, so we've been playing this since and we're still playing it. 
and we always have at least one or two decks in the car as well because we love having long journeys together and we love generally spending a lot of time together so you know whenever we run out of topics which is kind of rare but we do um we still get out the games by this point obviously we know the questions by heart <laughs> but still we still get out the game and then just you know start talking about the questions and stuff um actually so how- one more sorry. oh sorry go ahead one more thing i wanted to mention about the games is that with the main deck you also get the custom cards so if for any reason you think you ha- there is a question that you would like to ask your partner or your partner would like to ask you you can actually use those cards for this purpose or for a specific reward that you guys like and we haven't included yet i love that so how did you guys come up with all of, all of the questions Oh my God, it took us actually more than six months just to work on the questions because we really had to think of what would be productive questions that we would ask each other. You know, what are those questions that some of them might seem a bit difficult to answer, but they need to be answered in order to improve the relationship and how we communicate as a couple, you know? For example, with the question of... uh, Uh, what would you prefer I do differently? You know, we have this type of discussions with my husband. We actually have a running list, each one of us. And if something happens during the week, we are such nerds, both of us. Uh, But if anything happens during the week that, uh, you know, annoys us in any way or upsets us, I actually just write it down. And then when date night comes, we take out the list and then we discuss them. So first of all, because by date night, all the frustration is kind of mellowed down. So we don't end up in an argument because if I would raise it straight away, then when it happens and I'm already frustrated, we might end up in an argument, which is not productive to anyone. So by the time we get to discuss it, I am uh, clearer and calmer in explaining why I did not like that, why I did not appreciate that and how I would like him to change or improve. And he does the same with me. So, um, you know, because we feel these things are so important in a relationship, we've included these as questions too. Um, I I guess that makes sense to the way you do it, that it's a planned thing sort of, where there's something that's bothered you, you make note of it, and the two of you know that at some point you're going to come together and talk about it. I find that very hard to do. If If something happened and you didn't mention it, then it seems like if you don't mention it right away and you mention it sometime later, I know for me, if someone does that, I then feel like, oh my God, they've hated me all that time and they've hated this for so long and I've been doing this. And it's so I find it very difficult once something has come up that bothers me. If I don't mention it right away, I feel like bringing it up later is hurtful almost. I'm a, I'm a little in your camp, Sarah. I tend not to speak up right away because I am a very emotional person. And just like Diana said, I, I, I just need a minute to mellow out. So typically it'll be the next day that I'll mention it. I don't let things fester, but I, but I rarely um, address it the moment it happens. I kind of do a combination of those two things. Like if some, if one of us does something that really bothers the other one or hurts them or some way, then we'll say something like, I want to talk about that later. I'm just not in a good place to do it right now. And so we, I mean, 
because we talk about everything, it's we know it's not gonna it's not going to be said with the goal of hurting the other person, but of strengthening our relationship. But also like Sarah, it would be so weird if if Dino came out with something that I did last week and I had no clue that it bothered him, that would be a really weird thing. So we, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of with you on that one. I think it really depends on what it is and your personality type as well. You know, sure. For example, if anything happened, I don't know, three days ago, I'll just write it down on the list, but that doesn't mean I'm going to hold it against him for a week until we talk about it. I know it's on the list. I took it out of my mind. I'm not going to think about it because I know it's going to get discussed and then improved. Now, again, it really depends what it is, because if it's something more serious, I might address it either on the spot or maybe, you know, the next day. It really depends what it is. Many times by this point, we got to only have like quite minor things that can be left even for weeks on end and not necessarily addressed. So I think it really, really depends on how uh big the situation is and also for myself personally it really depends how much it annoys me on the spot because if it annoys me like seriously I literally just would rather not address it then because I know I will blow up Mm -hmm. and then it won't be nice because I might end up saying things that I will regret later on because in our relationship we have this limit that we've uh, imposed on ourselves is that regardless how angry we get with each other We will never, under any circumstances, call each other names. You're stupid, you're an idiot, or whatever. Nothing like that. So for me, because I'm quite a, uh, how to explain this, like outspoken person, and I'm quite extrovert. For me, when I get super angry, I tend to raise my voice and say things, you know? And then normally I would get it off my chest, and then five minutes later, I'm called. My husband is not like that. If I would tell him, you know, things that might upset him, he would be upset about those for weeks, you know, and I, I know and I understand that it would affect him in different way than it does me. So that's why I uh, choose to leave the situation as it is at that point until I can calm down and I can rationally have a discussion with him and explain what was wrong with it. Why did I get upset? And, you know, how do I think that we can improve these things? Yeah, that's good advice. Agree with you as an extrovert. Like I want to say what I'm feeling as I'm feeling it. And then, and then I also feel like, Sarah, like if somebody doesn't tell me in the moment what they're feeling, I'm like, oh, they're hiding stuff from me and they hate me this entire time. Whereas my husband is an introvert and he needs to like, think about it and ruminate and like come back later on and then bring it up. And it just, you know, it feels like secrets, but it's just different ways of people processing mm-hmm. I cut TC off go ahead I, I'm I'm glad you did because I'm going to change the subject I'm wondering <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if you guys had like a favorite card we played two rounds so I haven't been all the way through the deck but there was this card who is someone dear to you that we could surprise next week And we are both so excited about who we're going to surprise next week that I just think that's such a fun card because it's not, I don't know that it was a fun conversation to have as we were discussing different people and how we could surprise them. And I'm pretty pumped about what we're going to do. Exactly. So the aim of the game is to discuss important things in a relationship. However, 
any relationship doesn't have just the deep conversation, the soul searching ones and all of those. Every relationship has the fun and light things to it as well. Hence why we have the rewards. You know, there are still things that couples can do together or for each other. That's why we've created the, the rewards the way we did. And even the questions like this one that you've mentioned is to not forget that together we can do fun things as well. You know, even if the years have passed by, even if you have children, if you have careers, whatever is going on in your lives, you can still find fun with fun things to do with your partner, you know? Um, and that's why we want to take people not necessarily on an emotional roller coaster, but to also show them that there are lighter things as well in a relationship and deeper things as well. They go hand in hand. You can discuss and you can move from deeper ones to lighter ones too. And again, if you're not used to the deeper ones, you can take them out, play with the lighter ones until you get used to talking and then reintroduce them step by step. It's just that all of these contribute to the relationship. But even like this lighter one, it's kind of a pay it forward kind of thing. It's like it's bringing us closer because we're doing kind things for other people, which, you know, it is lighthearted, but it's also relationship deepening. I really liked it. Did you guys have a favorite card? Uh, my personal favorite one is, um, there are two actually, they, they are a bit similar, is when did you need me most last week and I wasn't there. And the sister of that card is, when did you need me to give you more space last week? And I haven't, you know? And these these are great questions. I think they are so, so powerful because although we think we know our partners, we are not with them 100% of the time. And even if we would be, we are different people. They are different people. We react in a certain way and we perceive certain situations in a certain way and they do in a different way. And that's okay. But, you know, the more you ask these type of questions, the more you understand what are those key moments when your partner needs you there. So after a few times that you've asked this question, you can see next time you can recognize a sim- when a similar situation comes up and you can already be there for your partner without them having to ask. And I'm sure they will appreciate that you recognize the situation and you were there for them Mm -hmm. or the other way that whenever they needed space and you just gave it to them and, you know, they're at peace with that. I'm excited that um, some of the cards ended up with us actually putting dates on the calendar. Oh, that's cool. We, you know, some of the questions, I can't remember. One of them was the surprising someone. um, And the other one was talking about, you know, time spent together and, um, and so we put two dates on the calendar just last night. So that was fun. I, I, one of the questions that I asked Mark was how have I affected you positively this week? And first, or no, it's, have I affected you positively this week? And it took him 1 million years to like, think about it and answer, which I was like, dude, (laughs) (laughs) like an instant yes (laughs) but he was thinking about what you know how he was going to expand on that and that was really a fun that was a fun thing to find out I like how I like to know how I'm positively affecting people exactly and who do we affect more if not our partner because even in the relationships where the partners feel they've drifted away or they don't talk with each other as much they still affect each other 
even through that situation, they still affect each other, even if they might not realize it. So, and there are many things we can affect our partners positively or negatively. So why not just strive and do more of the positive ones? I can't think of a particular card that I like the most. Like Jack is a very manly man. Like he's the type that has to get the sunscreen that's specifically called man screen. <laughs> he has to get the diet Dr. Pepper that's marketed to men because in case somebody forgets, right? So he doesn't talk about his feelings very much. So it was nice, just the questions that got him to open up. I think he said something about, I think it was the, when I was there for the hymn and he's like, when we were babysitting our nieces and nephews, he's like, you were really sweet with them. And I really liked watching you play with them. And da, da, da. I'm like, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have opened up and told me that if it wasn't for this game. So I'm like, yes, we're playing this every week. <laughs> and maybe you would have not even realized that he was actually paying attention to that mm-hmm. the way he did, you know? maybe you wouldn't have realized that he actually um, enjoyed seeing you in that position, you know, which is interesting because with this game as well, whenever I play with my husband and we still come up with new things, because this is one of the main uh, reasons why we strived and worked so hard in making them repeatable so we can play it every week, because although the questions are the same every week, You know, the answers will change because whatever you go through every week changes. So we still find new things about each other, even almost five years in. That's awesome. It's fun that it's a it's a game because when you, you know, if you just have, say, a book that you pull out, it seems very serious. You're whipping out that book again and. Uh oh, things are getting serious. We're going to be asking some deep questions, and you sort of uh, get prepared for it. But making it, uh, I think, making it a game was was kind of brilliant because it's just a game, but it's really, really clever at getting you to think about things and talk to each other. The thing mm-hmm. is, when people play games, they are a lot more open to being honest, and there is no pressure of the "we need to talk" type of discussion because you know if you take a book. And you go to your partner and it's like, I have this book. I have some questions. Their defenses will be up. I guarantee you. Like even me now, after all these years, if my husband comes down and says, we need to talk, my defenses are up. You know, I, he didn't even say what it is about. And I'm already thinking what has happened? What did I do? How can I get myself out of it? You know, all of these things, or, or I just completely shut down and don't want to talk about it. And um, I'm not saying that, usually men are like this but most men will definitely have their defenses up definitely but because it's a game it's quite lighthearted as well you know they're more willing to play it and more open to actually having honest answers mm-hmm. yeah i do like the reward aspect too that one reward is a 20 minute foot rub which oh, yeah. i found very appealing and mark hates yes. feet not his thing he said, I'm about to get competitive. <laughs> so he, he won and he actually drew the 20 minute foot rub as one of his rewards. He was like, I just can't believe that. <laughs> I can't believe that I picked that card. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Mine and Ben's favorite, well, at least my favorite was, of course, involving food. I don't remember exactly what the question was, but something about like, what would you like to eat that you haven't had in a while or something like that, which is so funny because we've actually started making a list of places that we intend to eat when we get back to Ohio 
um, or even just getting over to Oahu where they have a lot of fast food that we don't have here on Kauai because it's very limited. Like we have like three fast food restaurants. And um, so it caused us to kind of bring up that list and we probably spent way more time than necessary on talking about food and what we're excited to eat when we get back to Ohio. Was, was Geta on that list, Jess? Oh, it was. I miss Geta. <laughs> In Skyline oh Chile. You're on Kauai Island. Yes. We were supposed to actually go to Kauai Island in uh, July for one of my husband's friend's weddings. But because visa rules have changed recently for Europeans, we actually couldn't get there in time. Oh, no. That's so funny that you're on that island that we were supposed to go to. Well, it's amazing if you do end up making it. Just I think that you guys should come anyway. (laughs) Some other time. (laughs) Uh, Definitely. From idea conception to being on the shelves, how long did this whole process take? Oh, um, well, it took over a year. It took us about six to eight months. It it took us six months just to get the questions right. And then we worked on the designs and the box and everything else like that. And we weren't 100% ready with it. We didn't feel like, oh my God, this is amazing. Now we can launch it. But in March 2020, we all know what happened. And when the pandemic hit, um, we literally just looked at each other. And my brother had the best uh, thing. He was like, everyone who made a poor decision in partners, they are literally locked in with them, like literally locked in the house. And now they have to live with their decisions. And I was like, oh, my God, but so many people would actually need this because so many couples, they've been so focused on everything else but the relationship. They are now locked in with each other. They don't even know what to talk about. I mean, they just binge watch and eat all day. What is that in a relationship? Like, that's nothing. It doesn't help the relationship. It doesn't help them, their mental health, their family, nothing. So we've actually launched it through a Kickstarter campaign in June 2020. And it took us another uh, couple of months, slightly longer than we expected, to be honest, because that pandemic, you know, uh, impacted even the transport and everything else. So about a year and a half, I think it was until we actually got the physical products in the UK. Did you find it challenging to work with your spouse? Um, in a way, yes. So before dedicating my full time to better topics, I was actually a manager in corporate in NHS, which is the national health system in the UK. I was working at a hospital as a manager and I had my style of working. It was a corporate job. You know, it's a very different setting from a business or entrepreneur type of of business. My husband, on the other hand, he's been an entrepreneur all his life. He has like 10 businesses and he has a very different mindset towards that and a very different work ethic as well. So we did clash sometimes, but he also understood my background. So he did also give me like enough space and he didn't really impose on it. You know, he always waited for uh, waited for me to actually go to him to ask for help and then he will tell me you know how we can do this or that better um we did have some discussions about it but thank god no argument (laughs) 
So we kind of stayed away from that. I work with my spouse. We started our own business together in 2020. So like sometimes it's easier to like just unleash when it's your spouse as opposed to like other people in the workplace. But I totally understand how it can be challenging, but it's so rewarding too. Is there anything next on the horizon for better topics that you can talk to us about? Uh, uh, many, many projects because many people that got the game, they gave us like a lot of feedback, like, you know, to have uh, for dating, to have for families, to have for grandparents, to have, you know, all of these type of games. And I'm like that, you know, we actually want to do all of those because we want all people to discuss better topics instead of just the uh, usual gossip that goes on and the TV issues and the news. I mean, I'm not saying that you should be oblivious to them, but also not make them your main topic throughout the day. So right now, um, I have actually partnered up with a high school teacher from Denver, Colorado, who invented a dating game for his students. And uh, because it makes so much sense and we love the concept so much, we decided to partner up with him and launch it through another Kickstarter campaign, which will launch at the beginning of September. And it is uh, meant to help any type of people, so from young adults to any type of age who are in the dating phase, it helps them make better decisions through a game. You know, I personally love this concept of education through games because I still believe that regardless of our age, that's the best way to learn. Um, And this game is actually helping, right now it's uh, helping his students because that's his goal you know that that is the reason why he actually created it because he realized that his students were having all these um, dating issues and they wouldn't really listen to him or read articles that he would propose or he or books or whatever they are you know teenagers but they were very receptive to playing a game like this you know and it actually makes them look at more characteristics of a person not just a couple like, oh, she's wearing a nice skirt and she has a nice smile and that's it, you know? And then later on, you're like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? So um, it actually helps them. That's what Mark thinks about me. (laughs) (laughs) It so is not. I know, I'm just Mm. kidding. (laughs) So it's helping them look at more things, you know, because there are so many like good characteristics, but there are also some red flags as well. And then, you know, the way the game is played is that eventually um, you get like few columns of different characteristics, which can be like different people that you might be dating. And they have like all of these good things and then few red flags. And then you have to go through each one of them and decide if you would date these people, which red flags you would be okay with and you could work with and which not, you know, because they might be, for example, super wealthy, all nice, whatever, whatever. But then they would have some very red flags, like maybe, I don't know, drug addiction or violent or I don't know what, you know? Or another person who might have like an average income, they would be nice, not very beautiful or whatever. They would be like medium, but they're also loyal and, you know, all of the other good things. So then you can decide which one would you actually choose and why would you choose one and not the other? Or again, which red flag seems uh, not as red as the yeah, other one? More pink red. than red. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, I'm super excited about this game. Uh, again, we'll launch it at the beginning of September. 
And um, yes, I'm excited to help people who are in the dating as well, because I believe that if you start off with a great partner, already, I think 85% of the issues in a relationship are already sorted, you know? And again, this is from my experience as well, because once I found my husband and, you know, I, I strongly believe that this is like an amazing partner for me. We get along so well, our whole relationship just somehow fell into place and it's so much easier and so much more natural and no headaches and no drama and no nothing like yeah. that it's just just amazing overall I know it sounds yeah. crazy but no, amazing overall I understand that that's how I feel about Mark I feel like I met like the most amazing human on the planet and you know, I chose him as my partner and I, you know, feel really great about that decision. And it is easier when you choose a good person. So exactly. I really like that. That's going to be awesome. Well, we want to leave our listeners with a challenge this week to play a round of better topics with your partner. And you can find the game on Amazon. We'll have a link to it from our website as well. But Diana, first of all, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really enjoyed playing your game. Do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you in the game? First of all, thank you again so, so much for having me on today. Um, I had such a lovely time. They can find us either on our website, which is bettertopics.com or on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Everything is at Better Topics, Twitter even. Uh, we're literally on all social medias. I hope they don't invent new ones because I'll have to be on those. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we feel too. I know. <laughs> we're already struggling through TikTok. Uh, oh and Instagram as well I forgot about that Um, and if they want to get the game they can either get it from our website or as you mentioned from Amazon on Amazon it's on US UK and Australia as well great well thank you sirens for another wonderful episode and thank you fellow explorers for giving us a listen Go ahead and like and follow Siren Soapbox wherever you're listening right now so you won't miss a single release. And check out our website, sirensoapbox.com, for a link to better topics or just to dive a little deeper into the Siren Soapbox universe. Until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag your latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.